definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 68. It's winter and I'm on my way to feed the chooks. I can see Puds is already stood waiting for me. Hello, good morning. <laughs> so she likes to be here with the chicken's breakfast. She actually likes to eat the, eat the chicken's breakfast, which is so weird. Look, she's like just immediately tucking into it. No, hey, 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 hey. A little thief. I know, literally. We give her so many treats and food and she wants the chicken's food so they've got a mixture of hey hey it's all going on they've got a mixture of grapes egg carrot oats they've got all sorts of stuff in here i should probably mention that i got some new chickens and they're settling in really really well so again more rescues from the british hen welfare trust we made a barrier got hey 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 <laughs> can, you, can you get the cat off the food Come here, <laughs> Um, Puds is a lot more friendly than she used to be. <laughs> she looks a lot smaller too. It's a new Puds. Oh. It's Puds the kitten. Look, she's back up again. Oh my god, she literally cannot be stopped. <laughs> Stop stealing the chicken's food. So just let me put the mic down. Just dishing up the last of the chicken's food quickly before Puds comes and eats it all. No self-control, no respect. <laughs> Good morning, girls. What are you doing? Get back in there. Go on. Go get in. <laughs> Here we go, girls. Oh my god, they always stand on the edge and like catapult it all over the sand. So, as I was saying, I got some new chucks, and when you get new chickens, you're supposed to separate them out and introduce them to each other gradually so that there's less fighting. So, we caged off an area which was about two meters tall. The netting was two meters tall because I'm so used to having caged hens. I only had six free range hens once and it's quite rare from where we usually pick up the chickens from. Anyway, it turns out they were from free range. And so we put them in the cage, came 
to lock them up that night and they were all just intermingled everywhere. The new hens weren't having it. They wanted to explore everywhere all the time. I kept trying to separate them because I was worried about, you know, introducing any disease or fighting or anything. But actually, I think because most of the hens that I have left were also from the free range brood, they all just kind of got along very well. They can let themselves out the hatch if they need a bit of space to escape. And they're all getting on really, really well. I haven't come up with names for them yet because I've been so busy. As usual, they came with not very many feathers on. And so it's best to wait until they feathered up and they've got their kind of final appearance. And then I can decide what to call them all. <laughs> the cat is the kitten, I should say. The kitten is proving to be such a little character. She likes to spend time in with the chooks. Um, I've looked in to check on the chooks before and she's just sat up on the ladder. She walks around the outside and in through the hatch. Puds the third would never come in with the chicken. She showed no interest with the chickens whatsoever, whereas Puds the fourth likes to watch them from the outside. She'll go in round, she'll eat their breakfast, as you just heard. I think she just loves being in with them and having a bit of company up here in the farmyard because, dun, 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 there has been an intruder. There is another cat that has shown up. I think it's a boy cat because he's so much bigger and he looks quite brutish. I don't know. He's really, really long legs, very, very big. And mum saw him carrying like a full-sized rabbit in his mouth down the road. So He sounds like a real hunk, Puds. <laughs> Who is this tall, handsome gentleman on the farm? <laughs> well, you say that, but they have, like, I have seen scratches on Puds's nose and Ooh. we took her to the vet and yeah, they said that she's been in a few fights. So there's obviously a bit of vying for territory and Puds no longer roams around the whole farm. We did have her kind of in a bed in the middle of the farmyard and now we've moved her into our, um, it's our Wendy house from when we were kids up into where the chickens are so she's nice and cozy there's now a kind of truce yes. where you've almost got the best of both worlds where you've got puds as her territory and mog as we call him has his territory and he's pretty effective as a hunter isn't he yeah which to be honest is what we need in a farm cat i can't really see puds the fourth you know she just likes to hang uh, excuse me she <laughs> brought a shrew the other day i think you'll find yes that's true she brought a little shrew and she's very up for <laughs> strokes, which is good for the morale. <laughs> very, very true. I think we we were trying to sort of scare Mog off, um, but obviously he's found a good thing here. He's not going to let this go easily. And so we've accepted Mog. We're bringing him in. Um, as long as they can coexist and he's not mean to Puds, we have had her... Um, is it spayed or neutered? Well, we've had her done anyway, so there's no fear of any adorable kittens uh, running around anytime soon because we've got enough cats just turning up on the doorstep like, hey, have you got any work? Is there a position open? <laughs> yeah, and if Mog can keep the rabbits down, then I would be very grateful because they are digging up um, the vineyard and making my life difficult up there. So um, in other news, being November, it is a month of winding down on the farm, getting over the massive success that the pumpkin patch was um but yeah quite exhausting and i've just yesterday started pressure washing all the mud off of everything so everything was so absolutely caked in mud by the end of the week all the skeletons were just face down in the maze covered in mud all of the wheelbarrows you can imagine the the wheel in the front had not only like sort of pumpkin pumpkin grass i don't know what you call it the actual plant of the pumpkin that dried out that had wrapped around the wheel but then also mud and everything so i pressed 
pressure washed and hosed everything down. Now everything is mud free, ready for the winter and hopefully to make everything last until next year. I wasn't quite gauging how much the wheelbarrows were going to be put through um, in terms of not only carrying mounds of pumpkins, but carrying children that were probably too old to be carried teenagers wheeling each other around you know a lot of them are sort of a bit misshapen now there i keep finding skeletons everywhere on the farm um i lent a skeleton to a scout leader who um he wanted to do something for the kids and he said would you mind if i borrowed a skeleton i'm going to hide it in a box one of those you know you stick your hand through and you feel what's inside and you have to guess um, and so I lent him a skeleton and he only just brought it back and I was coming through the door and there was this skeleton leaning up against the wall and I jumped out of my skin and it's not Halloween anymore. I'm here f- to get festive. Wait, so yeah. You jumped out of your skin. I jumped out so of my skin. Two skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready to put the skeletons to bed and not be spooked anymore. It's all action in the barn today. <laughs> it's always action in the barn. Meow. <laughs> Literally the week after we did the pumpkin patch was Storm Kiron, which was... Do you think I'm saying it weirdly? <laughs> you keep insisting it's Kiron. <laughs> I heard it was Kiron. It's not Kiron. Storm Kiron, mate. Storm Kiron. It's not Storm Kiron. It's, it was Storm Kiron. Oh, okay. All right. So anyway, Storm Kiron. Kiron. <laughs> we were so pleased to not be stood out in the pumpkin patch for an entire week of that storm because it was 80 mile an hour winds. It was like horrible stuff. And when I went to get all the decorations from the patch after the storm, the maze had pretty much died from windburn and been completely knocked down so we would have had to cancel the maze altogether also good to know that maybe it won't last next year we were thinking about having it open for either longer or opening it earlier because it was such a smash hit but yeah it will not last a good storm also i borrowed some hay bales from a sheep farmer and when carting them away they were so sodden that one of them just fell apart on the road and we had to like scatter into the field but I do think that really made the decoration. So I thanked him profusely and obviously offered to pay for the bail. <laughs> Next year, we'll think more about the decorations and what I can do in terms of handmade stuff that can't be trashed by kids, can't be blown down by storms um, and won't be you know, decimated by mud. But yeah, otherwise, a roaring success. The weather's really nice at the moment. It's very moody, similar to when we had the pumpkin patch. Lots of rainbows, lots of rain, lots of sun. Very, very chilly my favorite time of year getting ready for festivities i'm so excited for christmas next month we had bonfire night at the start of the month where we watched all the fireworks across the horizon it was very very pretty i feel like that's the start of the silly festive month where there's silly twinklings for no real reason and we can just celebrate sort of the cozier the clock's changing Life getting dark at 5 p.m., getting cozy by the fire, everything ready for winding down for winter. And you're very much enjoying dressing our newborn child in silly outfits. She has got little um, furry bear boots. They've got little bear's face on the front. She's got a full knitted romper and somebody, a little um, a child in the pumpkin patch, dropped a little green knitted hat with bear ears on. And oh, I was waiting for it to be this? claimed. Yeah, You stole the child's hat. Yeah, I'm keeping it safe for them. It fits Molly perfectly. If anybody next year is like, hey, that's my hat, I'll be like, well, here you go. I've washed it. I've cared for it. Our little girl has loved it. <laughs> so, yeah, she just looks like a cozy little bear. She's got a bit of a cold at the moment, so she's um, a bit bunged up um, and snotty. So, yeah, just keeping her nice and warm and cozy. Having said that, we stood out in a cold farmyard, but she's, she's all fine. wrapped up. She's fine. 
It's that time of year again. Oh, <laughs> we oh, we're just scared off a heron. We are at Blakewell Fisheries to select our Christmas tree, and there's a thick smell of wood smoke in the air, which is just so wintry. I love it. Well, they've done a lot of clearance. They've got rid of a lot of ponds, haven't they? There's all these channels and water being sent this way and that and little waterfalls and little nursery ponds for all the little baby fish before they get to be bigger fish. It was two big fish ponds and now meadow. I think they lost a the battle with the otter, didn't they? There was a otter coming in and eating a lot of fish and no matter how many cages and things they put up, they couldn't keep him out. Which reminds me, who did we ever visit from this week? I don't know. Who did we have a visit from? Adrian Bryant, the Beaver Trust and the Environment Agency. So hang on, stop here a minute before we run into somebody who's going to wonder what the hell we're doing walking around with a microphone. Yeah, let's hide behind the trees. It's just the sweet spot. (sighs) Hiding in between the trees, getting bitten to death by midges. Oh, yes, I don't want <laughs> Mum and I have been clearing drains this week and, uh, yeah, we're covered in midge bites from doing that, so we don't want to rerun, thank you very much. Anyway, this will do. Um, so, yes, well-remembered, Mum. We had a visit this week from the Environment Agency, Adrian Bryant and Beaver Trust, and it's all looking very positive, isn't it? Yes, I don't know how many more years we've got to wait, mind you, but it is looking positive and they just seemed quite keen. The Environment Agency wanted to check that there would be no migration salmon coming up our little rivers which is you know it seems laughable but apparently there have been salmon spotted up river in some of our woods many many years ago not lately i'm going back 30 40 years ago i guess people like that fishing them out they haven't come back to spawn and yeah with all the development that's happened on the rivers which is why the environment agency have come because they want to protect what few salmon are migratory still but yeah in our pond, there aren't any um, fish, are there? They scared off a load of ducks. They scared off another heron. But yeah, there are no sign of any fish. So they seemed really Ooh. impressed. And because the spring starts in the wood, they said it's even more beneficial because we wouldn't need to spend loads of money on two grates. We would only need one. Yes, for the boundary fence. Yes, these, yes. these gates that allow fish to get through cost anywhere between five and 20000 So if mm. you need two of them, that's really upping the cost. So, yeah, he was very positive about that. And, yeah, they're going to go away now and look at putting forward an application for us to have beavers. Yes. Right. So we're hanging around the Blakewell smokehouse. Let's see if we can find anyone. What what tends to happen, we always rock up when nobody's here. So we go and find a pen and a couple of tabs and we put our name on a tree. I did tell Rich that we were coming this week. He was quite happy. He said, you know where everything is. (laughs) Look, there's a wildlife camera. Woo! don't think it's there to capture us. Anyway, this is riveting stuff. <laughs> I was supposed to bring um, a little Missy along with us, but she had such a tantrum in the car. She was overtired and she really just wanted to sleep. So I've left her home with Dad and I'm here on a solo mission with you, a solo festive mission. I was hoping our daughter's first outing to get Christmas trees would be a memorable one, but memorable for different reasons. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be memorable for her anyway, would no. it? No, just for me. And last year I got a Norwegian Norwegian spruce, is it? Bit thick. She thick. Oh my god, the midges. Oh god. I do like a Norwegian, decadent Norwegian spruce because they keep their needles for so much longer. I do love having a tree up as early as possible.
Bloop, bloop, bloop. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas is just around the corner. I'm feeling very, very festive. I'm now back on the farm. December is just around the corner. Yeah, but December is Christmas. It's the whole Christmas month. Okay. I have our daughter with us. I have David here. And we are just about to go in and check the wine. I've been too scared to check the wine ever since harvest. It's been bubbling away, fermenting in the vat. And now I think fermentation is finished. Time to see if it actually tastes any good or if it even tastes like wine. So, Whoa. have you even seen this? Nope. So, this is a, a tank with a variable lid. So, depending on how much grape juice you have, the lid floats on top and goes up and down. Right. Because we don't have very much juice, the lid is quite near the bottom. So, it mm. takes a bit of getting up and getting down. I've been dropping things inside the wine. Um, yeah, it's a bit annoying, which is why I've got you here today to help me. Um, That's why I'm here. Well, yeah, and also to taste the wine and, you know, you can taste it first in case I'm uh, poisoning. No, I'm, just... <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. Anyway, so I'm a bit scared to taste it because I have come in a couple of times and I didn't realise you've got this, basically, the lid has a rubber ring around the outside, which you need to pump up. I thought you could just leave it pumped and then come back, you know, in six months' time and it would still be pumped. But I came in and the whole thing had deflated. And now I'm in here every other day making sure that it's pumped up and everything. So it does need constant checking, which is a bit annoying. Could you hold the mic, please? That sea mist. What was it you said? What was it you said earlier? You looked out the window and you said, the sea mist is rolling in. And I leaned into the gruff voice as well. The sea mist is rolling in. It is. I mean, look at all the, um, look at the mizzle that's outside. It is like sea mist. Mm. So if I lift this up, can you go that side and make sure we don't lose the, the orange bit helps the uh, carbon dioxide escape. Okay, yeah. Lift, 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 lift. Okay. Nice. Right. Let me get my phone camera and look down inside. Ooh, see all the sediment has settled. Okay, so you want me to get some of that stuff? Yep, you've got to get some of the juice and uh, we're going to taste it. Can you lean in? Do you need that to be more out the way? Uh, Okay, I'm leaning in. Oh, it's very cut down. (laughs) We didn't get a lot of juice, okay? Hello. The sea mist is rolling in. Mmm, oh. Let's pour that into a little glass and go and taste it. Let's go outside because we're going to want to spit it out. I'm not sure the alcohol content. I don't want to give us ethanol poisoning. Okay, we're outside. So, first of all... Ah, the sea mist! (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's hold it up to the light. So it's a very pale straw colour. There are still some bit. Excuse me. There are still some bits of sediment floating in, but hardly any. It looks very sort of pale in colour. It looks quite nice, actually. I thought Solaris would be more of a dark yellow, but maybe it becomes dark yellow over time. Yeah, let's smell. It smells like wine. Oh. I guess I was expecting it to smell like vinegar or petrol or something. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was a bit worried after finding the lid off that I've actually made white wine vinegar instead of wine. But should we taste? Okay. <laughs> Is that good? Is that a good thing? Or let me taste. It's like a very watery elderflower taste. Yes. But how? 
where did the elderflower come it's from? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really strong. It's not like sometimes when you hear people describing wine, they're like, oh, it's like bark or chocolate or, you know, and it's not really like that. It's just a bit of an essence of this is literally like elderflower. But there's no sweetness, which tells me that fermentation is finished because when you put in the yeast, it ferments all of the residual sugars into alcohol. So the fact that it's not sweet, well, and the fact that it's also not bubbling tells us that fermentation is finished. So now I think it needs to sit in that barrel for six months to develop the flavours even more. So I'm hoping it tastes watery now, but I'm hoping in six months it will be more of a depth of flavour. Wow, so does that mean it actually worked? I think it did! <laughs> Charlie does it again. <laughs> How? Yeah. How? You're so jammy. <laughs> you don't deserve this. A wing and a prayer productions, baby! No. <laughs> yes, Charlie wins again. If this journey has taught me anything, it's that I am the best and always will be. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited, as always, by my tired and poor, poor husband, David Knight. Thank you, guys, and thank you for listening. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.